Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and I'll be talking about all things film and television on this podcast. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new reviews and let's dive into the world of film together and television sometimes. On this episode, I'm talking about the newest film from the one and only James Cameron, that being Avatar. The Way of Water came out last year, 2022. Uh, long, long, long-awaited sequel to Avatar, as I said. Directed by James Cameron, also co-written by James Cameron, also written with Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver. Stars Sam Worthington, Zoe Zeldana, Sigourney Weaver, uh, Stephen Lang, Kate Winslet, among many others. Uh, Jake Sully lives with his newfound family formed on the extrasolar moon Pandora. Once a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must work with Natiri and the army of the Navi race to protect their home. Uh, I definitely liked this movie more than the first film. I enjoy both Avatar movies, despite the fact they are problematic, uh, problematic aspects of the first film. I would say there's similar problematic aspects to this one, but overlooking that, I enjoyed both movies, but I enjoyed this one uh, quite a bit more than the first film as I Rewatched the first film, talked about it, reviewed it last week, uh, and then watched this one immediately after uh, because, you know, I wanted to refresh on the whole. I hadn't watched the first Avatar film since watching it in theaters 15 years ago, so wanted to refresh and uh, get ready for the sequel that just got released on Disney Plus as well as HBO Max, or I guess they call it Max now. Um, I think the visuals got even better. The, the look and textures of the people, uh, the Navi, as it were, uh, are even better. There's a lot of underwater stuff in this one that I, I really enjoyed. I don't know. I really enjoy it. It's also a lot of new characters. It really opens up the story, not only opening up the world of Pandora, but also opening up the story, adding a lot of new characters, adding a lot of new things. Uh, so I enjoyed what this movie did. Not my favorite James Cameron film, which I will be ranking my top five James Cameron films on Sunday's podcast called Top 5, which you can subscribe to in its own feed. Uh, those come out every Sunday, but I'll be ranking my top five favorite James Cameron films, which it was a blast going through and re-watching all of his films, some for the very first time. Uh, but yeah, this movie, really enjoyed it. As I said, visuals improved in this one. Uh, even more realistic, actually f look and feel very, like, actual thing. Doesn't look as much... And, the, I mean, the first movie was great as well, as James Cameron is known to push the limits of technology for his films. Uh, and it's it's 
noticeable in this film that it, it even got even better. Uh, the the motion capture stuff that he uses, uh, but they actually made them feel and look even more realistic, which I think uh, with the textures and shading and all that kind of stuff uh, really works in this movie. Uh, so there's a lot of great visual moments in this, right? A lot of underwater uh, and sea creatures, new kinds of creatures in this movie. Uh, also new kinds of Na'vi as they go to more of like their, their kind of... Uh, they leave their tribe because uh, th to avoid them being attacked because they're out, for re they're out to try and track down... Uh, jake sully so to protect their village they go and hide out at a different village uh and these new navi are kind of they're interesting like kind of polynesian maori type of a look uh with tattoos they're they're like uh their skin like the navi have like uh i don't i don't even know how to describe it but they the 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 look on their skin makes it look like they have tribal tattoos um and there's even like one of the whale creatures has like it's it's kind of crazy but i enjoy the new type of navi definitely more sea uh, navi they have like broad flat arms you know kind of like oars in a lot of ways so interesting design and look to them as well and as always as james cameron is good at doing great at doing great action set pieces in this movie uh, very entertaining fight scenes uh, to exciting battle sequences. Uh, just whether it's a small hand-to-hand -hand combat or just big battle sequences. Always great action set pieces with a James Cameron film. Um, where the first film, there was a lot more of the battle in the air. A lot of flying ships. Uh, this one was far more of like a naval battle. A lot of kind of water ships boats uh and things like that so very much a water themed type of a movie which is another aspect of james cameron somebody that absolutely loves and is obsessed with water deep sea ex exploration whether it was the research he did with the um titanic film or even the abyss uh, which takes place primarily underwater deep sea exploration um so James Cameron, I think, really kind of his love of water really shines through in this film and allows uh, us to get a whole new world explored, new part of Pandora that we never saw before. So all that stuff I really enjoyed. Uh, they did some really interesting stuff with the story in this one, interesting ways they brought characters back that had died in the first film. So very inventive ways of kind of bringing those characters back in, in very new and interesting ways. Also, there's a lot of kids in this film, which allows it to open it up to new characters. Uh, and generally, in James Cameron films, I'm not a fan of the kids. I, think he, I don't think he necessarily gets good performances from kids. Uh, I think the kids in a lot of the films that have kids in them from James Cameron aren't are like the weakest part recently obviously rewatched all of james cameron's films for the top five episode that i'm going to be doing and terminator 2 it is so it's been so long since i'd watched terminator 2 but it's kind of surprised at how much i don't like 
John Connor in Terminator 2. He is he is definitely the the weakest part of that movie. Very cheesy, very corny. Uh, same thing with Aliens. The the kid in Aliens not quite as annoying as the kids might be, but definitely an aspect of that movie that I didn't like. Uh, but in this movie, I think it worked. I think he was able to get good performances. Obviously, there's a lot of voice acting. Well, maybe. I guess they did motion capture. But I, I enjoyed the kids, which is good because the kids in this movie are a big part of this movie. They are by far a bigger focus than Jake Sully is. So, despite having kids, usually a, a, a negative when it comes to James Cameron movies. Good stuff in this one. Uh, good performances. The movie was far more focused on the kids in this one. which And also made the complexity of the story more interesting as people's uh, motivations kind of change or their reasoning for doing certain things uh, is very difficult. So I enjoyed the complexity that these kids and the story uh, of this film. I enjoyed both of those aspects. Um whether it's like their motivations or alliances that they form and break uh, throughout this movie, how things kind of change. I enjoyed the, that the writing of this movie, I think was far improved, I would say than the first movie while also hitting a lot of the same beats. Uh, and it also in this movie shows kind of the blending of the cultures as the humans that stuck around and the Navi are kind of working together. Uh, it, I mean, this is definitely uh, probably like this is almost takes place 15 years in the future, 15 years past the first movie, which in real life it's been 15 years. But so kind of an interesting, a nice aspect that the the time in between the first film and this film is represented in the characters and how old the oldest kids are. So I enjoyed all that stuff. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about are you a fan of art, movies, and all things entertainment? Then you need to check out youtube.com slash inspired disorder. Our page is jam-packed with all kinds of great content, including making of videos of the many faces and ongoing art series of abstract ink paintings. But that's not all. We also feature daily episodes from the Ray Taylor Show, a podcast that brings you movie reviews, TV show reviews, episode recaps, opinion on news and entertainment and much more there's also a weekly diary and top five movie rankings of a variety of categories and if that wasn't enough we've also got how-to videos covering all kinds of topics so why wait head on over to youtube.com slash inspired disorder and start exploring the amazing content we have to offer and now back to the show uh, i do want to get into spoilers so warning for spoilers i want to talk about specifics of this movie but i did enjoy this movie uh not as much still similar problematic aspects of the first film uh which i'm not necessarily going to get into those there definitely are going to be some aspects of this that i will be critical of but uh, i want to get into specifics of this movie so spoilers from here on out so this movie so they bring back right grace doesn't necessarily come back but Definitely Sigourney Weaver, as a voice actor, comes back. It's very kind of interesting how that character is almost reborn in this movie, as well as the colonel, 
how he was backed up and now is in a Navi body, an Avatar body. So I enjoyed kind of those aspects of it. Again, pretty effortless for the Colonel, like literally trains himself how to do all these things. So even more so, even more ridiculous than how effortless Jake Sully was able to do a lot of the things. Uh, when he became uh, a Na'vi, just kind of effortlessly doing things that no Na'vi have ever been able to do. Uh, in a very similar way, the Colonel just kind of effortless, effortlessly learns how to do everything on his own. He didn't even he didn't even need the Na'vi to teach him or train him how to do things. So, s some marks against it as far as, uh, you know, having to overlook the... the unbelievable aspects of it but the grace character very interesting right they saved the avatar body that grace used right because she died in the first film but they tried to transfer her into the right they had this thing at the end of the first film where they were able to use their magic tree to transfer people into their avatar bodies permanently Jake Sully was successful in doing that. They tried to do it with Grace, and it didn't work, right? But her spirit was, I assume, within the magic tree, which I, I don't remember what they called the magic tree. But so what I assume, they never fully explain, but her avatar became pregnant and the child that came out somehow, even though it's just like a, a blank, it's like there's nobody in the Avatar body anymore because Grace died, but gave birth to this girl who's played by Sigourney Weaver, but has like the this ability to communicate with things in a way that nobody else can. She almost has like magical abilities to like communicate and control other creatures like the interface and compatibility she has is is beyond the abilities of a lot of other people but then there's also the rumor or the speculation that maybe she had sex with the other scientist guy while they were in avatar bodies and he impregnated her um at least that's what the kids kind of speculate how she came to be you know but I think it's more of like a reincarnation or a rebirth where the tree impregnated her in some way. And when she was born, she was kind of the blending of grace as well as the tree itself. I don't know. But an interesting character, right? It's a character that has, like, abilities that nobody else does. Again, it's a white character that has these magical abilities. But whatever. It gets, I mean, it gets messy. It gets messy. But an interesting character nonetheless. You have one of the kids was too young when they kicked out all the humans. Uh, when they kicked the corporation out. There was one kid who was too young to be put in cryo, so they stayed and kind of grew up feral. This kid, uh, Spider, which I kind of enjoy that kid. So you have this other character that's like a human, but raised around the Na'vi. Kind of an, an interesting kind of character in himself. Uh, 
always kind of considered an alien by the Navi because like never really was accepted, you know, always kind of like this outcast because he's the only one of the only humans that was growing up there. Interesting uh, how they bring back the colonel and the other soldiers uh, and they're all I, for whatever reason, even when they're in their avatar bodies, they decide to get tattoos, which is kind of cheesy, but whatever. Um, at least it kind of you, it's, they're easily identifiable to know which ones are the soldiers because they have the tattoos and not like tattoos like the other Navi do that look like tribal tattoos. They're just like your generic military type tattoos. Um, and how they explain it of him being quote unquote backed up, right? So kind of introducing that technology, I guess that they were, you know, retconning in some way, able to come up with this technology that they were backed up before and they were put into these avatar bodies. Um, interesting way to bring them back and him going to seek revenge on Jake Sully, obviously, uh, but the sad part, the part I that was, okay, you, a hurdle you had to get over was the, kind of the effortless nature of this colonel learning how to do everything that the Navi does, just teaching himself. That was kind of ridiculous. Uh, the Sky People are back, and they have, like, this city at this point. Far more infrastructure as they're they're doing their stuff, mining their unobtainium or whatever and they have new mechs that are more like slimline mechs almost making the humans navi size in a lot of ways like the height and capabilities of the navi so it's another thing that this movie does where the navi are interfacing are able to interface with other biological things uh the avatars themselves are kind of like these these biological mechs that humans are able to interface with in a similar way as the humans are interfacing with these these robotic mechs interesting it's uh, uh i enjoyed the the newer technology or whatever that the humans had um and like an interesting way for to show how these humans are doing similar things in these mechanical bodies that are the same size and build of a Navi, but without actually being using an avatar body or whatever. Uh, and of course, Spider is the kid of the Colonel, which is like, okay. But that ends up making, that's one of the difficult aspects of this film where it's like he his alliances to his friends is clearly there but then he also at one point saves his dad so there's it's he's he becomes a very complex character spider does because at one point he you know doesn't want his dad to die but he's also grew up with Jake Sully and their kids. But then also in this movie finds out that Natiri is the one who killed his dad. So there's that. There's a lot of complex feelings going on with the spider kid, which I, I found to be 
interesting addition to this movie makes it kind of the difficult nature of it i think uh will probably be something that will come out in the future right i mean just the fact that he saved his dad at the end of this movie is enough to be like the fact that he is still alive the colonel is still alive for the second film it will be enough for it to be a very difficult situation uh the water tribe is very cool their their look and their arms being wide and all that stuff i I enjoyed that the underwater scenes uh very impressive very just as impressive as all the bioluminescent stuff from the first movie uh and of course there's like underwater dragons which look very similar in a lot of ways to the dragons that they flew with in the first movie uh them learning to do breathing exercises and stuff the kids learning to to be able to stay underwater for a lot longer i enjoyed all that stuff did not like the colonel kind of effortlessly said that many times uh there's these underwater angel wings there's like these animals underwater that kind of attach to your back and look like angel wings but give you oxygen very interesting characters like super interesting characters also reminiscent of the abyss which is one of my favorite james cameron films and of course there's an underwater spirit tree so they have their own spirit tree as well Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about, are you looking to add some unique and expressive artwork to your home, office, or wardrobe? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor. That's me. These abstract paintings on paper explore the endless possibilities of the human face, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Now you can bring these stunning and thought-provoking pieces into your own space with high-quality prints and t-shirts, featuring designs from the Many Faces series. Or take home a one-of-a-kind original piece for your collection. Don't miss out on this opportunity to add some original and expressive artwork to your home, office, or wardrobe. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com to browse and purchase original artworks, prints, and t-shirts from the Many Faces series today. And now, back to the show! A lot of water battle, obviously, in this one, instead of the way of water, clearly, in the title. Little, uh, little clue, instead of the air battles that was, and land battles that were in the first film. A lot more focus on the kids, crazy final battle, as these movies tend to have. Uh, the whale creature being able to get revenge, uh, and the bond that that whale creature has with one of the kids. I enjoyed that a lot as well. Uh, spider sabotaging the ship was an amazing moment, right? There's like, I, I like spider and I don't like, obviously that he saved his dad, but it makes sense that he would want to, right? And it makes sense that he would have kind of these, he would, he would, it makes sense that he would kind of be flip-flopping back and forth with like helping the people that he grew up with but also trying to do the least amount of possible to save his dad. So it's a very interesting character. Uh, the final fight between Jake and the Colonel while the ship is thinking and rotating is amazing. Like it's, 
it's almost reminiscent of Titanic, but with amazing fight scenes. And also getting him in a legitimate rear naked choke, which is so rare in movies that they like they usually do the the move wrong in movies uh but that it looked like it was legitimate uh rear naked choke instead of like it was just after some like bs pro wrestling leg hold uh so it was nice that they actually incorporated some legitimate brazilian jiu-jitsu in the movie which i always appreciate that i talked about on Monday, reviewed Extraction 2, and in the first Extraction movie, there was some legitimate jiu-jitsu as well in that, which I, I always appreciate that, because in movies, they will usually do it wrong. It will look more like professional wrestling, which is kind of bullshit, versus what you would see in MMA. So I enjoyed that fight scene at the end. One daughter's special abilities to kind of control the different sea creatures is kind of great. Uh, almost like she has the force, but way better than just the force. Uh, Spider saving his dad, which makes no sense. Although I don't believe at all that the colonel would survive. There's no way he would have survived. He was choked out underwater, right? He was rear naked choke. Right, which cuts off the blood to your brain. Right, it keep it it removes oxygen from your brain, right, and knocks you out. You can breathe, but you're unconscious. But he's underwater, so he couldn't breathe. He would have drowned. He would have drowned, and he was out. He was knocked out for a very long time underwater. Before Spider's able to get him up. There's no way. There's no way he would have survived. But whatever. Because that entire swim to the surface, he had no air. He had no air. And he would have, like, his body would have kept trying to breathe. And he would have just been underwater. So he just would have. It's not like he was awake to know to hold his breath. Or to even have a breath to hold anyway. Just doesn't make any sense. But whatever. He saves him. Fine. Okay. Uh, so in the same way, it's, it's similar to Avatar, the animated series, this movie, which is kind of interesting. Uh, which I love. Av Avatar, the, the Last Airbender, great TV, animated TV show. Interested to see what they do with these live action stuff like there's a whole avatar universe that's going to be coming out which i appreciate did not like the m night Shyamalan, uh but i there's reasons why that turned out as bad as it did but it's interesting how this movie one took the name avatar but is also similar in like in the animated series this kid is learning different abilities from different tribes right learning from the water tribes the fire the earth the different elements or whatever and it's the same thing in this one right he learned jake and the kids obviously grew up knew about the flying dragons so they're very educated on air they're airbenders and then in this movie 
learning all the the abilities of the water tribe and then maybe the next one they're going to be fire or earth who knows but very interesting how it seems like that ele the element aspect of this movie um, similarities to the Avatar animated series. You know, going to different communities to learn new abilities and being accepted by these new communities also. I, I enjoy that. Uh, I, so I like this movie a lot, right? I liked it more than the first movie. I think the story feels similar in some ways, uh, but just bigger than the first movie with the addition of the kids and the new Navi tribe. Uh, also all the new creatures that are in this movie opens up the story and the world even more. Um, also interesting to see how the abilities, uh, the, the human's ability to quote unquote back up their consciousness kind of permanently into an avatar, how that could, you know, play into future movies. Like even if the Colonel died, they, I would imagine, as long as they have another avatar body, they could use that same backup and just put them into another body. So, Spider didn't necessarily need to even save him, which doesn't make sense that he would have survived that anyway. Uh, but at least that kind of shows it, it provides some complexity to the Spider character. Um, And also the new type of a character being reborn, you know, and having kind of magical abilities, right? It kind of uh, adds a lot of fun new elements to the reality of the story, which I, I appreciate. Um, and many ways, many ways I enjoyed it more than the first one. Also, visually, I think the technology has gotten even better, all that stuff. Uh, but I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts of Avatar The Way of Water. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder. Until next time, I see you. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.